this is Allison. This is Gabe. And we just wanted to remind you that we filmed a super fun and silly live show on 420 where we were pretty high. Extremely high with our guests Akila Hughes and Jacqueline Moore. And the good news is, is that if you missed the live event, you can still get access to the video um, if you purchase a ticket through the link in our show notes. The episode will be available until April 27th, so make sure you tune in today. You can watch it whenever you want. Well, until April 27th. Until April 27th, and it's not going to get posted on the feed because we were too silly. Very silly. Enjoy. Forever. Welcome back to Too Long Did Read It, everyone's favorite weekly deep dive into all the mysterious corners of Reddit. And the not-so-mysterious ones. Yeah, and the blatantly obvious ones as well. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The very popular ones, but it's not popular to you. Right. And to a lot of our listeners, so it's good to- Yeah, it's good to, you know, bring it up. Give people direction to go in. So this is the show where Gabe, my this is me, Gabe, <laughs> and and Melissa have uh, say been, this is me, Melissa. This is me, Melissa. Ooh, sexy. Who have been on Reddit and know Reddit are uh, here to guide Allison. Say hello. Hello, I'm Allison. To learn about this this website that just has everything you could ever hope it would have. And some you don't. But what's funny is that I'm the one that collects the content for the show. So it's like if only there was like a like a camera over my shoulder to see me desperately try to understand this website and find different <laughs> subreddits. But that, that helps you learn. <laughs> yeah. I'll I just help. like typing in just like weird words and like hoping there's a Reddit for it. I'll help. I'll I'll find more of them. I'm sorry. I've been out I've been out of it. Oh, that's okay. I, I found a, a subreddit that I'm pretty pumped about. Which is called Clever Comebacks. Ooh. I love that one. I'm a member. Oh, really? Okay. Because I, you know that I'm a burn master. Absolutely. A roast king. Yes. Um, but I try to be nice most of the time. And so that gets in the way of my roasting. Do you remember when we were on that talk show and the girl was like get, saying, I was like, oh, Allison's really good at burns. And the girl was like, oh, really? Roast me. Roast me. And you were like. I shouldn't, because this is clearly all you have. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. That. Yes. Did she laugh? Yes, she loved it. Okay. She laughed. I mean, <laughs> did she love it? We don't know, but she laughed. And you did it so fast. You don't, don't remember no that? Oh, I think about it all the time. I don't have a memory of my life, but this this is a very clever comeback where someone tweeted out, the left is coming for us. Trump is just standing in the way. Hold on. It's not just someone. It's Kevin, Kevin Sorbo. Sorbo. I don't know who, who that is. Who played Hercules on the TV show. Hercules. Oh, He's really? an actor. Yeah. Old, old actor. Okay. So Washed up actor. That. He said that. And then someone replied, no one is coming for you, Kevin. Not even casting directors. And that's true. That's <laughs> a sick burn. Because, yeah, he was like an old. It's one of those things where like, oh, God, these like old actors who like are washed up and then they want to be relevant again. So they just become Trumpers. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's uh-huh. like Scott Bayo. It's like all of them. Yeah. You don't think it's their real beliefs? I mean, it's their know. real beliefs, but they re- this is what gets, gets them attention. in the news yeah. to come at it hard. And I'm just like, Tim Allen's still working. I yep. feel Kelsey, like he, Kelsey, though, that's his real beliefs. Kelsey, no, yeah, I know it's his real, but I'm just saying you can't blame it on. Oh, I'm a Trumper, so that's why no one yeah. hires me. Oh, no, right. Nobody was hiring you anyway. Exactly. Like Kelsey Grammer, still working. 
Right. I think part of it too is like if you feel like you've been wronged, wronged, like that you're like so talented and you had this career and now you don't have a career anymore. It's so easy to like fall into right wing, uh-huh. like mindset. It's because everyone's woke that I don't have yeah, any jobs. Like it's, oh, it's, is that it's, why? It's like so based around like blaming everyone else for your problems. Exactly. I bet something. he thinks like, oh, if they made Hercules now, it would have to be a black guy, and I would, I'm oppressed, and it's like. Get out of here. It's like, I've never even heard of you, Kevin. Also, Hercules <laughs> was Greek, so he wouldn't look like you anyway. Exactly. <laughs> There's this other one um, that's a little confusing, but it seems like it's between a regular, like some woman named Sue and the CMT Music Awards. <laughs> this is kind of Okay, so this is, do you know what happened? No. Okay, okay, I'll give you a rundown. This is my This Week in Gay for you, uh-huh. Please. So Kelsey Ballerini, who's a country singer. Um, who I only know about because she hangs out with Fletcher, who's a lesbian musician. I know Fletcher. Yeah, so she hangs out with Fletcher. So that's how I know who she is because I'm not tapped into the country scene in that way. So she hosted, co-hosted the CMT Awards, right? Huge night for country music. And they were in- The biggest. Yes, and they were in Nashville, in Tennessee. She gave an impassioned speech against gun violence, which was- wild thing to do. She also is a survivor of a school shooting or she witnessed a school shooting. Like she wasn't injured, but um, so she gave a speech about gun violence and then she performed her song. If you're going down, I'm going down too, which is like a solidarity song or whatever. And she performed it with four drag queens, Manila, Kennedy, Jan, and Olivia Lux. And they performed on the stage of the CMTs. And uh, she was like, support drag, support trans people, whatever. The country music scene lost their fucking oh, I can't minds. Oh my lost God. their minds. She was getting hate. She was getting death threats. She was getting, I mean, I respect her so yeah. heavily. There are people that perform, that purport to be allies, that have not even done half as much as this bitch just did at the CMT Awards. So she did that. So she got a lot of support. I went and followed her on Instagram. Everyone should go follow her. I'm like trying to support her a lot. I didn't even know her music. Now I'm listening to her music. But the country music fans were, I mean, she's going to get like, she's going to get a lot of consequences within country music. And she was like, fuck it. And another country musician who has similarly stood up and done amazing things is Maren Morris. That's another one who has been like a, an incredible outspoken ally within the country music scene. So the two of them together make me very happy. Well, so will this, the whoever is running the CMT Music well, Awards. Well, it's not actually the CMT Music Awards. When I saw this, I immediately knew who it was. There's this guy, his uh, name is Palmer Trolls, and he makes fake accounts for <laughs> businesses <laughs> Like he's he's so funny and so good, but he makes fake accounts for a bunch of businesses on Facebook and then responds to oh, these that's things. Brilliant. Incredible. Yes. Okay, so someone wrote, CMT has gone full woke, we'll never watch again. And then this guy impersonating the mm-hmm. CMT music awards went. We're sorry if drag queens turned your children gay last night. (laughs) (laughs) And then the the original poster said, it was a lot more than that. You guys have lost it. The funny guy, the Uh prankster wrote, we're sorry to hear that it was a lot more than just your children turning gay. This must be a very difficult time for you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, and it's just so funny to, that that both that poster and me thought that was really the CMT. Yeah, yeah. Awards. It's no. He makes his name is Ben Palmer, and he makes all these fake accounts. You can follow. He also used to go on court TV shows with his friends, and they would like sue each other for money because they everybody gets paid and it gets paid from the show. That's oh, so really? Brilliant. Yes. And so wait, what do you mean? The show just pays for it, like the. If you're fined on court yeah. TV, the show pays the fine. Yeah, because yeah, they need content, so it's basically they wow. they they this is blowing my mind. So they find um, small claims, like they find mm-hmm. people that have done some small claims, and then reach out to them to see if they want to be on the show. My friend Sinitra, who y'all met at my birthday, she had filed a small claims against somebody that she had sold a car to that didn't pay her the money, and so she was on Judge Christina, I think. <laughs> For- Your friend Sinitra is one of the most interesting people I've yes, ever talked to. Yeah. She was fascinating. <laughs> we should just have her on this show. We can. She has so <laughs> many things that she could talk about. But yeah, him and his friends used to do this. They'd make up fake things and then go on and then get money for it. That's we got to do this. Oh my we God. We should pretend we're suing each we other. We should pretend that we're suing each other for like, you didn't pay me for something. Why did I not pay? I pay. Because no one believes I have any money. Well, that's why you wouldn't pay me. Oh, you're right. (laughs) You're right. You're right. You're right. I was trying to think of who would have the money, but you're right. No, they would. Well, but why would you trust that I would pay you? That's on you. What if you do the real thing that happened when you got overpaid and then. Yes. That we talked about in the Maya Lau episode. Yeah. 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 We should do that and we'll sue each other. Okay. That should be really good for our brand. Why not? Whose witness am I going to (gasps) be? You got to fight it out. You roll in like Marissa Tomei (laughs) and my cousin Vinny, just in a full outfit (laughs) with Mm -hmm. the accent. Turtles All the Way Down is the acclaimed number one bestseller by John Green, author of The Fault in Our Stars and Paper Towns. Turtles All the Way Down is now streaming on Max. NPR named the novel a, quote, sometimes heartbreaking, always illuminating glimpse into how it feels to live with mental illness. Aza Holmes never intended to pursue the disappearance of fugitive billionaire Russell Pickett, but there's a $100,000 reward at stake and her best and most fearless friend Daisy is eager to investigate. So together, they navigate the short distance and broad divides that separate them from Pickett's son, Davis. Aza is trying. She's trying to be a good daughter, a good friend, a good student, and maybe even a good detective, while also living with the ever-tightening spiral of her own thoughts. Turtles All the Way Down is a brilliant novel about love, resilience, and the power of lifelong friendship. As someone with OCD, it is so wonderful to see OCD represented in an incredible book. I think it is so important that we talk about mental illness, both in our own lives and through narrative. Buy your copy of Turtles All the Way Down in stores today and catch the movie streaming on Max. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you all about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or use their voice-to-text feature 
and mylifeinabook.com compiles all her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. Right before I found out about this project, my mom made an offhand comment about wanting to write a memoir because she had such a wild childhood and there are all these things she's never really talked to us about. But asking someone to sit down and write a memoir is kind of daunting. So then I got her mylifeinabook.com and now she's getting prompts to answer on a weekly basis and it's a lot easier than just undertaking an entire memoir. I'm so excited to see what my mom does with mylifeinabook.com because she's someone who doesn't always feel comfortable just sharing about herself, but having these prompts and knowing that I really want to hear her answers is going to inspire her to probably share more with me about her life and her upbringing than I've ever been shared with before. So I'm so excited for that. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code just between us at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code just between us for 10% off today. Another keyword I typed into Reddit because I figured there'd be something was conspiracy. I'm also a member of this subreddit. But the post that I found was so deeply funny to me that this wasn't conspiracy. I have to read this. <laughs> okay, so this person really thought this was a big time conspiracy to the point where they had to share it on Reddit under subreddit conspiracy. <laughs> Nose breathing is critical to health and not mentioned by doctors. Incredible. No. I'm in. I know, I know, this is a weak conspiracy, but I need to share this. My entire life, doctors have wanted my tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> they always say they are inflamed and swollen and should be removed. I gotta get my hands on those tonsils. <laughs> I gotta get them. I gotta get those tonsils. Every doctor is like, what's this person's name? Salty Igloo. Every doctor is like, one day one of us is gonna get salty igloos tonsils for my collection. <laughs> When we get it, those are the those are the stones, the infinity stones for Thanos. And once we have them, we will be able to snap and take over half the world. <laughs> okay, they, they say, I notice as well the area under my chin has these nodules and is sore one hundred percent of the time. I'm my, sorry, my so dude. his throat. This person is ill. This it's their throat. Their tonsils need to come out. Yeah. Well, okay. also like swollen lymph nodes is is a sign of infection and also cancer. Oh God. Well, yesterday and last night, I was just pissed off at myself as a 25-year-old gets sometimes. I sure. I decided to do my workout routine only breathing through my nose. It was uncomfortable at first, but I quickly realized my output was legit like 20% better. Dramatically less fatigue all around. No. Then the big one. I legit taped my mouth shut before I went to bed. No. I'll keep it short. I have never woke up this recharged in my entire life. Not only that, I got less than normal sleep because I worked late. Like seven hours total. Oh, wow. Seven hours. Good for you. But, well, they're saying it's not that much. No, seven hours is a lot to me. Not to me. Depends on the person. Depends on the I person. Need, I need an eight. eight I need eight, eight to, to nine. nine. Mm-hmm. My entire respiratory system is like hydrated. 
My neck is way less sore. You gotta try it. Because they're breathing through their mouth all the time. Their throat's drying out. Exactly. That's the conspiracy. Yeah. But well, who is keeping this a conspiracy? People tell you to breathe through your nose all the time. I was going to say, I started doing yoga again, and 95% of it is them being like, breathe through your nose. Yeah, like, I don't think this is a hidden it's not secret. I don't think it's a hidden secret either, but I think this person probably still needs to get their tonsils <laughs> yeah, taken out. Oh, my God, please tonsils. get your tonsils taken out. What they should do is they should drive around to various doctors and say, who's going to give me the most? these tonsils exactly (laughs) exactly i like how the 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 top comment is congrats on not being a mouth breather anymore (laughs) i will forever be a mouth breather i mean basically yeah for anxiety someone recommends like try alternate nostril breathing not all day just for a few minutes like yeah that is extremely good for you know, calming down and for grounding yourself. That being said, the next thing this person says is, I'm pretty sure I learned that from reading Wim Hof. He's got a lot of good info. And that's where you've lost me. Wim Hof is a man who is a motivational speaker, a Dutch motivational speaker, and 90% of his work is that he believes that you should be in ice all the time. (laughs) You should be under ice. You should be swimming under ice. You should be in full body contact with ice and snow. Okay, Wim Hof, also known as the Iceman, is a Dutch motivational speaker and extreme athlete noted for his ability to withstand low temperatures. He previously held a Guinness World Record for swimming under ice and prolonged full body contact with ice and holds a record for barefoot half marathon on ice and snow. Look at the picture of this man. Wow. He is kind of hot. He doesn't. He Even doesn't look cold. well to me. Nope. He's he's like bright red. His whole he's been thing, in the water. His he's whole been in the thing ice. is that ice flush. Yeah, yeah. His whole thing is that ice baths will cure everything. Anyone he's, who says this will cure anything, I'm I'm okay. Wait, Wim Hof breathing, but the Wim Hof breathing method. Okay, so basically it's just breathing through your nose and then repeating it thirty times. Oh, having a Wim Hof book in your house, and I'm sorry to anyone who does have one, is like a red flag. Like I stayed at an Airbnb in Woodstock, New York, which already is like a hippy dippy place, even though fun fact, the concert didn't even happen in Woodstock. So they, I stayed there and I'm like looking at the bookshelf and they had like seven books by Wim Hof. And I was like, these people are unhinged. <laughs> but also the comments are saying that it's actually important to breathe in through your nose, and but you should breathe your your out through your mouth. Yeah, that's what they tell you in breath work. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to put out here that you should be breathing in and out through your nose. Okay. I don't want to correct what this poster said. Great. I don't want to be part of the problem. They are the problem. <laughs> How long do you think Wim Hof can hold his breath? Because there's information about that. Seven minutes. Four minutes and 30 seconds. Six minutes. Wow, in the middle. In what he has called a superhuman power, he is able to hold his breath underwater for six minutes. But what are you doing during that time? Just kind of meditating? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. My dad can hold his breath for a really long amount of time, but he also doesn't know how to swim. So he'll just sort of be floating in the water. Just face down. Face down like a dead body. Floating in the water. I would think that he was dead. Yeah. I've been worried. It's very funny. Um, Okay. So then I found this other one that I think we'll all like, unless you both already follow it, because I can't seem to surprise you anymore. Which is called Glitch in the Matrix. I I don't. Come on. It's just Gabe. I love Glitch in the Matrix. Will you read the description of what it is? Okay, I'm in Glitch in the Matrix and the Mandela Effect because I really enjoy these kind of memory things. So anyway, eyewitness events that cannot be explained with critical thinking. 
Please read forum rules before posting. This is the rules. Nothing from when you were intoxicated. Nothing from childhood. Nothing that could be a Mandela effect. No trolling. No low effort. What's Bader-Meinhof? No Bader-Meinhof phenomenon, otherwise known as frequency illusion or recency illusion. This phenomenon occurs when the thing you've just noticed, experienced, or been told uh, about suddenly crops up constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happens to me all the time. Or like car, when you're like searching or about to buy like a new car and the one that you want is the one that you see all the time. Yeah. yeah. Or like how I'll probably hear about this Dutch guy all the time now. Yeah. Right, right. And that's not like a simulation. That's just uh, you just heard about it and now mm-hmm. you're thinking about it. Yep. No fiction, no dreams. Even if Martin Luther King came to the and posted, I had a dream, we would still remove it. (laughs) Hi, everyone. Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books, and that is why I am so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment. And she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband goes into the attic, a new husband comes out. And she's, she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic, trying to figure out which one is the best. It is right up my alley and I love it so much. So if you want to take part in book of the month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month, go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That's $5 off with code PEDALS. I cannot recommend this enough. Okay, so this post is really a high stakes one. Pack of razor heads disappearing and reappearing. Yeah, I'm in. First time posting. Hope the post is okay. And English is my second language. So sorry if there are any mistakes. As the title suggests, my 22 pack of razor heads disappeared from my toiletries drawer about a month ago. The pack is quite large and contains 22 razor heads, each packed in small plastic boxes with three razor heads in each box, along with one razor. Mm Mm-hmm. I know for sure that no one else touched it since I'm the only one in the household using razors and the drawer is in my room under my bed. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Additionally, I have drug paraphernalia in one part of the drawer, which is quite visible. If either of my parents opened it, they would have noticed it for sure. 
Okay, that's interesting. You live with your parents, though, so there's other people in the mix who could have moved things. So Well, we have to get to the event. Okay. Now to the event itself. A month ago, I was getting ready for a date with my now ex. I wanted to shave while I showered. I knew I had the aforementioned pack of razor heads, and I had only used two plastic boxes by then. So I had eight or nine left for sure. When I opened the drawer, I couldn't see the carton sheet, which was the packet and the biggest and most noticeable item in there. I started rummaging through the drawer, but I still couldn't locate it. After several minutes of searching, I was quite frustrated because I couldn't find them. So I started taking things out of the drawer, one after the other, until all the items were out and the drawer was empty. I only found one plastic box with three razor heads while removing the items. I thought maybe I took all of them out and threw out the carton, but where would the rest of my razor heads? Since all of this took me around 10 minutes, I didn't have any time to think about it and search for them, so I returned all the other things and went to shower. After a couple of days, I wanted to shave my legs quickly in the shower. I went to the drawer thinking I put the rest of the razor heads in one of my necessities, but it turns out I hadn't. I even removed the drawer to check if they were somehow in the very small space behind the drawer, but of course they weren't, so I just let it go. This morning, I opened the drawer and there was a razor head packet with seven or eight plastic containers inside. I was like, what the hell? How and why? Edit. Just to add, I wasn't high on anything while I was searching for the package, nor this morning when it reappeared. And I haven't seen it before this morning. And I open this drawer daily. So a thing that happens constantly on Glitch in the Matrix is people will post things like this. And then one thing I've noticed is that the comments will always go, please check if you have a carbon monoxide leak. Yeah. Really? Yes. yes. So if you experience something like, like this, like a glitch like this, the co- top comments will always be like, please check your carbon monoxide levels. Like it fucks with your memory. It fucks with your like ability to recognize like what's going on. Like number one thing is less so that we're living in a simulation and more so that you're slowly taking in carbon monoxide. Reddit saved somebody's life. Because really? of that. Yes. It was so there was a Reddit about this guy that kept seeing ants in his house. And he had people come and look and they're like, there are no ants here. Kept, he kept seeing it, kept seeing it. And then people on Reddit was like, get your carbon monoxide, test it. And he did. And they initially saved his life. Because he, he was, was like hallucinating? He was hallucinating. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's so wild. if you have an experience like that. Before you jump to look, I'm I'm as much into the idea of the simulation as the next person. But if you have that experience, check your carbon monoxide. Do you believe that we're in a simulation? I don't know. I like I want to believe anything interesting. <laughs> like I don't want to. I'm the that this is just the world that we're like. I'm like sure there's aliens, sure there's ghosts. Like I want to believe. Why not believe the world is more interesting rather than less interesting? I just don't feel attached to any one version of reality. Like, yes, I have this current version of reality where I believe that, like, you know, pigs can't fly and there's not witches and, like, all this stuff. But I feel like I would very easily be persuaded that my version was wrong and that a lot of things are happening I don't know about. What would you do if you got switched into the multiverse and you weren't with John? I'd look for John. Aww. That is sweet. (laughs) But then you would have to try to convince him that you guys were together in the multiverse. He's easy. He like you give him a little if bit. You, you give him a little attention. You if, have nice hair. Okay, here's my question. I asked Alex this: If a stranger came up to you, well dressed, perfectly normal looking, stranger your age, blah, blah blah, came up to you and said, "I know this is gonna sound crazy, but I'm from a multiverse, and you and I are married in another multiverse, and like I I'm I found you. 
and I just slid verses and like, I need you to believe me. Would you, how, how much would it take for you to believe it? I, some, some proof. Yeah. I need some type of proof. Yeah. I need, or like the, if, if we're meant, if we're together in another multiverse, they should know some background information on me. Yeah. Okay. So what if they knew like something from your childhood, like a secret? I've shared everything. I know. That's what I'm saying. But what if they, what if they knew like a secret? I don't have any secrets. You have zero secrets. You have like three. Or something that's so. But their secrets where no one would know. So not even. So you wouldn't have shared it with. Right. Are there things that you've shared with John that you haven't shared with anybody else? Not really. Wow. Fuck John's drag. (laughs) Wow. Maybe like you guys got shared with nobody else. Like I never shared it with, with my ex fiance. Yeah. Probably not. Okay, well, so a maybe they. Serious person myself, I think that I'd be. You'd be a better subject yeah. for this. Like you'd be like, if someone was like, "I know this thing about you that nobody knows." Uh huh. You you would be like, okay, I guess you are my husband from another yeah. multiverse. And then we, I, you know, just because we are good in that dimension Version, doesn't right? mean that we're good in this dimension. So you so, still have to put so him through like the ringer. Yeah, I have to put them <laughs> through the ringer because I can't just like instantly be with them because in that other verse we had. It's a power dynamic. Yeah, we have. He knows like, you now. Yeah, and you he don't knows know him. me, and I don't know him. But we've we've done all the dating and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And I, if I haven't done that, then I still don't know them. And so he, we gotta figure it out. He says, oh, "I'm gonna spend the rest of my life winning you over to back to where we were." But also, if he's in the current in my multiverse, is there another copy of him running around? Probably. Because then am I supposed to be with the other copy or and he needs to get back to the other me in the other multiverse. Right. Yeah. And there's a you in a multiverse who's now alone being like, what the fuck happened to my husband? Exactly. So I assume you're dead in that multiverse. uh, But but what if I'm dead in the other verse and then in the current verse, his version is also dead. So then we got to get back. We got to get together here. I'm saying what if he says to you, "I, I love you. And in my verse, you died. Can I bring you back? I came here to bring no, you to my verse. No, because then my Re- your family, like my right? yeah, my reality is different than you my don't family. Know us. And you then my family's family. going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's true. That's true. No. I think not. if I was single, it would be very different. But if I'm in my current state and I'm engaged to somebody else, it'd be like, I'm sorry. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give up my relationship in this verse for you. But it's what still if he's John like, in both ones, right? It's still John. And what if in it's John and he's like, in the verse where I came from, you're very rich and famous. I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for our favorite game, Reddit or not, where we try to stump Reddit by thinking of something that's never been on Reddit and we fail every week. Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. I will say bunnies made of pudding. What? I don't okay. know. It's Easter time. It yeah. actually might be. It might be on okay, there. Let's yeah. look. Let's look. I'm interested if it's available. Banana cream pie. No. I think I got one. <gasps> yep. Oh, yep. <laughs> this jiggly rabbit shaped pudding. Rabbit, and somebody's though. somebody oh. Come I'll on. take it. I'll uh, allow it. It's some pudding. <laughs> That's shaped, shaped like, like a, a rabbit. rabbit and somebody's spanking it with their spoon and it's jiggling. It's very cute. Here's the other thing is that there's a bunch of rabbits named pudding. Ooh, but that's not made of. Oh, my God. Okay, I think rabbits are really cute. They're so cute. Okay. Oh, here's. 
Oh yeah, the it's exactly what bunnies. Bunnies. Yeah. yeah. Look at this rabbit named Pudding. Oh, that looks like the Cadbury Bunny. Yes. I want a pet rabbit. My friend, oh, my friend Sean in New York had a rabbit named Jasper, and Jasper would run around the apartment. He was like so cute. He was like a little mascot, and it was so fun that he had a pet rabbit out of yeah. everything. Did you it know poop what I mean? everywhere? He kept it kind of like to his own space. Mm-hmm. It was so he was like a little mascot. He was so cute. Yeah. I want a rabbit. I know, me too. But I actually, I feel, I feel maxed out. I feel like I'm. I'm pet satisfied. You, you've got so much going on. Yeah. Um, do you want to – guys, I went on a grinder hookup and the guy had a cat, a guinea pig, two lizards, and a gecko. What? Not to be confused with Geico. Not to be confused with Geico. Did the lizards and the gecko get along? or were they- The lizards lived in their own cage and then the gecko lived in his own he cage. alone? Well, guess what I got to hold after the hookup. The gecko. The gecko. And are you ever going to speak to this person again? I might. Afterwards, he I texted like got home. He was like had a good time, and I was like me too. Got home safe, and then I sent a bunch of lizard emojis, and he laughed. So oh love. The guinea pig was what really. Well, it was a slow reveal because I went into the apartment and it was like, oh, a cat. Oh, my God, a guinea pig. Oh, my God, a huge thing for a guinea pig. Whoa. And he was like, really cute guinea pig. And I was like, that's crazy. I haven't seen a guinea pig in forever. We talk in the living room. Doesn't mention any other pets. And then we like go into the bedroom and there's full terrarium. What did you hold during the hookup? Just just the snake, baby. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Good job, Melissa. <laughs> oh boy, we will be back on Wednesday with a full episode of Just Between Us and back on Monday with another episode of Too Long Did Read It. If you're saying that's a lot of episodes, you're welcome. Just Between Us is a Forever Dog production hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabe Dunn. Produced by Melissa Diamond Monts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Brendan Burns composed our killer theme music. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Also, you can follow this podcast at Just Between Us Pod on TikTok and at JBU Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'm on Instagram now at Gabe S. Dunn. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Allison Raskin. And on TikTok at at Allison Raskin Baby. And I'm on TikTok as Dabby Gun. So branding's going really well over here. Yeah, good luck finding us. Forever.